0: Hi, it's Mitch from pickdogs.com. It is Saturday, June the 4th, 2000, June the 3rd, sorry, Saturday, June the 3rd, all these days start to run together, um, but, uh, it's Saturday, June the 3rd, 2023 here with your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. We have, I believe our most loaded group of cappers that we've had all season today. So, um, it should be a great show and a lot of free picks coming your way. So, uh. I'm excited to do it. Um, I'm not going to waste a lot of time here at the beginning because I'll waste time talking to the guys instead. It's more fun for me that way. But let's just bring in Big Al. Al leading it off. He looks like he's wide awake there <laughs> after he's on a uh, 16-hour capping bender here. Let's, it's, what's it's happening? Not even,
1: it's not even college basketball season. There are only, you know, 16 games, not including the USFL to handicap for today.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, it's craziness, you know. It's but I don't know. Why does it take so long then? If it's just baseball season. It doesn't. If it was, was, was <laughs> basketball season, it would have taken longer. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's not that far away. We're only, what, two months away from the Hall of Fame game. Uh, so, you know, NFL season just really right around the corner. In just a few weeks, they'll be reporting to camps, and uh, we'll start to see all of that sort of things. But... um you know, so far, so good. I know you've been hitting these baseball picks. You've been super selective, not a ton of picks, but um, you don't need to have a ton of picks if you string them together. So uh, what do you got going on for us today?
1: Well, yesterday I catched the Brewers now, you know, across all sports, 16 and 2. My last 18, I've posted my USFL game of the month for tomorrow. I've got baseball. I'm sorry, no baseball today, actually. I've got hockey uh, today, Mitch, game one. Uh, between the Golden Knights and Panthers. And, uh, you know, I can talk about some baseball here. Uh, decide to pass on the premium side for baseball today.
0: All right. Well, what do you got cooking for us? Well,
1: I'm going to look at the big matchup between the Dodgers and the Yankees. Um, you know, after, after scoring 10 runs in three straight games, the Yankees' offense hit a wall the past two. They were shut out, one nothing by Seattle and George Kirby. I actually played on Seattle in that game. That went extra innings. Seattle won that one nothing. And then... Last night, they lost 8-4 to Clayton Kershaw and these Dodgers. But the good news for New York um, in this game is that Michael Grove doesn't have the talent to be either Kershaw or Kirby. He's got an 8.44 ERA in four starts this season and his 10 starts over last season. And this, his ERA is 5.48 with a whip of 1.48. So I do think that... um, The Yankees are going to bounce back when they see Michael Grove. And then, of course, he's got more to contend with than just the offense. He's also got to battle Garrett Cole, who's looking like he wants to win his first Cy Young of this season. He's off to a perfect 6-0 start with a 2.93 ERA and a 1.11 whip. The Yankees have won 10 of his 12 starts this season. And going back to last year, 17 of his last 21 starts, he's also... With the various teams he's pitched for in his career, they've gone 28-12 and in his 40 interleague starts. And I think the Dodgers, you know, I always like to go against them when they're an underdog, and I think they're just not in a good situation here. The Dodgers, as a dog, now 6-13, and their last 19, minus 5.7 that game. So it's a short price for the Yankees and Cole. From my perspective, I'm going to take the Yanks. You
0: know, I just like it when teams – the game before in baseball, and I know this has nothing to do with anything, but I always like it the night before, the team that finishes the game stronger. So even though the, the Dodgers won that game, they dominated pretty much the game from start to finish. The Yankees hit that home run in the ninth inning, you know. So it wasn't like they just laid down and whatever, and it wasn't like they didn't care. Um, they really cared, and it wasn't just the stats patter or anything like that. They actually thought that they could come back and win that game, though the rest of us, you know, knew that wasn't going to happen. The thing is, is, you know, I mean, I always think that that momentum carries over. Cole has been a guy throughout his career that has that blow-up inning, you know, and that's why I've always been critical of him. I'm always crit—I'm critical of every pitcher out there. I mean, let's be honest, except for my guys, right? Tristan, you can name them all in one hand, you know, the Mitch guys. But the thing is, is that um, Cole, I think, has avoided the blow-up inning for the better part of the season. He's probably not pitching the best that he has this year right now. But that mound in Dodger Stadium just certainly makes everybody better except for Noah Syndergaard.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's, a, it's a good matchup for them here. So we will see what happens. There's one other game I want to quickly talk about if you've got time. I know we've got
0: a lot of people waiting. But... I, got, I got time. I'm, I'm here all morning. I got nowhere else to be.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to touch on the Mariners-Rangers game. Um, Marco Gonzalez was supposed to get the start. You know, this was his regular start in the rotation. He's got an injured forearm. So they're going to turn to uh, Brian Wu. And, you know, he was at A Arkansas. And this kid was the sixth best uh, prospect in their organization or is the sixth best prospect. And he had a really good strikeout-to-walk ratio at Arkansas, 59 strikeouts against just 12 walks. So... This is his debut. It's going to be the first time, you know, unless one of the Rangers batters was, you know, in the minors with him, you know, it's going to be the first time anyone's ever faced him before. And He I played in be...
0: spring training. True. Right. So,
1: so it, it's still for, you know, for a lot of the hitters, it will be the first time they ever face him. And I always think that that situation does favor uh, the pitcher making his debut. Yep. Um I like the under in this situation. You know, Seattle's offense has sort of hit a wall in the last couple of games. They did win, as I mentioned a few seconds ago, that one nothing extra innings game. So they scored one run in that game. Over their last three games, they've gotten just five runs. Every matchup between these two teams this season so far, all four matchups have gone under the total. And I like this one under as well.
0: I'm with you on the under. I'm less convinced on Wu than than you are. I'm generally a guy that jumps on these young guys coming up. I was on JP France. I was on, I, was, I remember, you know, all the way back. I was even on Barrios the first time he started and took down Dallas Keuchel, um, you know, when Keuchel was a Cy Young award winner. But the thing is, is that, with Woo, I'm a little less convinced with this guy. I know he was good in double A, but when he was in triple in A, this guy is an eight point one six ERA <laughs> guy. So it's like we have seen the highs and lows of this guy and you know I think that we'll have a lot of fun with this guy, you know, over time. And I think he's going to be a great pitcher. I just don't think in Arlington against this Texas Rangers team that is barreling the baseball on a nightly basis. I don't think if the Mariners are going to come. I don't think if the Mariners happen to come through. I don't think it's going to be because of him. I think it's going to be because of Ian Kennedy in that Rangers bullpen.
1: Well, I also, I also you know, there's always two sides to every coin and i'm also looking at the andrew haney side of the equation as well and he got bombed his first start against baltimore gave up seven runs over i think it was two and a third or something like that two and two thirds innings but since then you know in his last nine starts he has a 2.75 era over his last three starts he's done really well uh, just two earned runs over 19 innings so i think he's in a groove as a starter right now and i just like this
0: game to go under the total he needs one of those guys for me that, you know, I hold it against him that he was so hyped coming up as a prospect and he never lived up to those expectations. It's one of those guys. It's kind of like, you know, listen to Romanelli talk about a Zion Williamson basketball card. It's like it, it sells for like all this kind of money, but the guy makes over a million dollars a game when it comes down to games played. And I don't think he's quite worth that. His team didn't even make the playoffs last year. So it's, you know, for Heaney, I'm always going to go back to that. But the thing is, had he not been hyped so much, he's a decent three, you know. He's, he, that's is, what he is. You know, he's a decent three. And just like the same thing, I do the same thing to Jameis Italian, who isn't even as good as Heaney. You know, he's well, just Italian not a number two. Top. Yeah, He's just a number two overall pick for me, you know, and that's just where I'm at. You know, Hunter no. Green, number two overall pick. Eh. You remember Anderson on the Braves? I don't even know where this guy was. He was a three overall. Yeah, well, I mean, that's baseball. It is baseball. It's, it's, it's yeah, more of a crapshoot than just about any other sport. But recently, the draft, Otsa, over the last 10 years, they've gotten it a lot better than what it used to be. Because it used to just be almost everyone was a miss. But now it's, yeah. seems to have a lot more hits. It's because the guys, the guys get a lot more money coming up. You know, the contracts are, are a lot bigger than they used to be. Yeah, no, I, can't.
1: I, was, I was looking at the other day, I, I saw the Pirates were trying to, you know, I, I forget when the draft is, the uh, baseball, it's coming up pretty soon. But the, um, you know, the Pirates are trying or going to have to try to decide, do they want to draft one guy, or, you know, who may be the best talent, or do they want to draft another guy who will be cheaper? Um, you know, it's just different, different considerations than you have with other sports where you get slotted in at a certain salary, if you get drafted number one, and the money's not really the issue.
0: I like in baseball, the one thing that I do like about the baseball draft is that certain teams will just say about certain players, I don't care how good he is, I'm not dealing with this agent. I'm moving on. You know, it's like that's what they do. And a lot of the yeah. draft and positioning has to do with the agent. But anyways, Al, we got a lot of guys waiting. I could talk sports with you all morning long, and I'm sure uh, – I'll talk, talk, to you. talk to you tomorrow. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Got a, okay. got a lot more going on with NBA Finals Game 2. Big Al McMorty. As always, pleasure having him on the show. Next up is the rundown himself, Ron Romanelli. Bangshot breakdown, Ron's rundown.
2: <laughs> hello, and, hello.
0: I don't know. Live show extraordinaire. <laughs> Original pickdogger. Original pickdogger. True. We've got a lot going on here in baseball right now. We're past the third of the way through the season. It happens fast. That, it's weird because that first third of the season happens so fast. The next... Yeah. Third happens so slow. And then the mm-hmm. last third of the season, no one's paying attention because football has started. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it, it, this is, you know, this is kind of the time. And, um, you know, this is the time where you can take advantage. There is some value plays out there. Mm-hmm. And also we're starting to see a lot of these guys that started the season on the injured list or have been injured um, start to make their move. I talked about Tristan yeah. McKenzie already. And, you know, we're going to talk about him a ton because he's one of my guys. And, you know, I know you think that he didn't play too well in his rehab starts. But, you know, Savali also back here for the Guardians. So you're starting to see this pitching staff of a team that's known to grow pitchers on trees. But then, you know, Mm -hmm. you see him the other night in the 7-7 game with Eli Morgan out on the hill in the bottom (laughs) of the ninth. And it's just like, you say to yourself at that point, why even bother playing the game, right? I mean, why bother? It's like, just put the bases loaded and let him wild pitch it in. I mean, he didn't wild pitch this one in, but he might as well have.
2: Terry was mismanaging the bullpen the last couple of games. I'm not sure what was going on there, but, um, you know, Guardians have a good bullpen overall. I know they were without Class A and Karinczak, but he's still, uh, I, thought he, I thought he messed up there, but he's still one of the best managers in baseball. Absolutely. I mean, he's, he he wins with less. You know, he's, he's always mm-hmm. won
0: with less and always been able to do that. Not Those are great managers. A good manager is, you know, Billy used to say this, 10 wins a year. Billy used to say that to George all the time. I'm worth 10 wins a year. And that's the difference between being a, a playoff team and not being a yeah. playoff team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was always Billy's argument in, on each of his regimes. His, his head of the <laughs> but um, I, I was
2: a Billy guy. You know? I love Billy. But uh,
0: anyways, what do you got going on for us today Picked On?
2: Yeah, I'm looking at the Tigers-White Sox game. You know, I, I just think there's good value on the Tigers here. I know they're a team that plays a little bit better at Comerica Park than on the road. And Lorenzen, the same thing, pitches a little bit sharper at home. But still, I mean, he just faced this White Sox lineup, and both pitchers faced the opposition recently, so nobody really has the advantage there. But he pitched really well in that game, six and two-thirds innings, no earned runs, just a couple of unearned runs because the defense made some mistakes. But, you know, I thought, you know, facing this White Sox team, it's just not hitting right into pitchers very well this season. I think it's a good matchup for Lorenzo, And, you know, Dylan Cease giving up a lot of sharp contact this year, a lot of home runs. His control's been off. He walks a lot of batters. His strikeout numbers are good, but they're not, you know, the level we saw last year. He only has 68 Ks and 62 and two-thirds compared to a guy like Strider who's got like 103 already. So, you know, to me, we saw Cease give up four earned runs against the Tigers in that last start. He just hasn't been the same quality pitcher, but we're still seeing the same prices that we saw from last year with the White Sox being minus 165, minus 170 on the money line in this game. I just don't see it. Tigers have better OPS numbers and lower strikeout numbers against righties in the last month. Uh, I think, you know, arguably the Tigers have the better bullpen, uh, even though the White Sox bullpen has improved the last month or so. So for me, i take those one-and-a-half runs, but also I think there's value on that money line with Detroit, uh, getting that plus 135, plus 140. Well, if you love that, then
0: you're going to love the minus 170 on Michael Kopech tomorrow against Boyd because, I mean, this is just craziness. I, I agree with you. You know, you have a Tigers team that might not be the sexiest team in America. That is, of course, the Marlins. But the thing is, is that, you know, what you have here is, is, is a Tigers team that's three games under five hundred coming into this against a team yeah. that's, you know, 11 games under five hundred, And at a certain point – the whole San Diego Padres theory has to go out the window here. The Padres aren't the better team, if you know. It, and I'm using just them as an example here. You know, obviously we're not talking yeah. about it, but it's like you can't be the better team if you have the much worse record. You know, it just doesn't <laughs> work that way. And I think you know, like you said, baseball is a value sport. You know, and it's yeah. like it's not a you can you can betting on baseball. And we're not you know we're fans. You know, I'm not. I almost I almost said we weren't fans, but we are fans. But at the same time, I'm not a fan when it comes to betting the games. You know, I'm a better, and I think it all comes down to value. And, you know, if you can go 50-50 and make money over the course of the baseball season, that's really what it's all about because anything you can yeah. land over that 50%, you could really have a life-changing Season betting baseball, mm-hmm. and that's how you do it. All you got to do is win fifty percent. And these, you know, if you take these situations where you're getting the better team at a big number, it's like uh-uh. these have been paying like no one's business this season. I mean, dude, it, it's it's been it's been crazy. Especially you, you know, I mean, teams like the Padres, the Phillies, the you know, this these have been cash cows going the other way. I'm not saying those teams have dreadful records, but the thing is, they're always gigantic favorites, and it's like no. Yeah, yeah.
2: And, and, you know, they could turn it around, but, you know, right now the value's on the other side. And, you know, like you said, if you go 50-50 taking plus 140 plays, you're you're really doing well for, you know, yourself in the baseball season. So, to me, you know, it's a coin flip kind of game, and I'd rather just take that plus 140 with Detroit. Yeah, I'm with you. And I'm a White Sox
0: fan, but I think Dylan Cease is a little bit to the overrated side. Not a lot to the overrated side these days. What do you got cooking today at Pick Dogs? We know you got your uh, Ron's Rundown
2: $19 Major League Baseball play. That's <laughs> a pretty got? long-winded title. But, yeah, I got that uh, Ron's Rundown best bet as well as two other plays that are plus money plays uh, in the three-pack. So you can check out a three-pack or just that $19 play. Really liking the plays today, so uh, looking for a big day. All right, Ron. Well, as always, thanks for joining us,
0: and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Tristan McKenzie Day. <laughs> mm-hmm. All righty. Good luck, everybody. Uh, are you going to take the Tigers again tomorrow against uh, Pope,
2: Kopech, or will everyone have to uh, tune in to, to see? You'll have to tune in. You may be surprised. I like the way Kopech's been pitching recently, personally. There's a lefty on the mound for Detroit tomorrow. you got to remember that.
0: I, personally, I like the way Kopech's been pitching. I think he's really – No, me too. We're starting he's, to see he's it. He's striking out a lot better. Right. We're, so. we're starting to see it. You know, it's like mm-hmm. we've been talking about it for a long time, but I think we actually are starting to see it here. He might not yep. be, you know, the next Verlander, you know, like, People said he was going to be, right? People get so carried away. You know, they get so carried away. But he's a good 2-3. He could be a good 2-3 guy. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about it some other time. All right. See ya. (laughs) See ya, Ron Romanelli with us. Next up, Mike Davis. Mike, what's happening? Hey, what's up? How you doing? Figured to get... Wake everybody up a little bit. Get you, get you on here. Add some excitement, boy. You're white as a sheet today.
3: Yeah, hey, dude. What, what, what's going on? We're having
0: two superstars, man.
3: Listen, I look real pale in here, and, and listen. I'm overwhelmed. Is this the big time? I feel like I've made it to the big time. I got Mitch Wilson. I'm following up with Al McMorty and Ron Romanelli. Holy! I don't know if I can do this, Mitch.
0: Well, we got a whole slew of guys, and I'm sure they're saying the same thing about being in front of you here and uh yeah, you know, sure. as well. So, you know, I think everybody feels the same way. We're just one big team here at Pick Dogs and uh you know that's the whole thing is that we don't always agree on our picks we don't agree on our sides but it's like there's always somebody hot here because we have really really good handicappers and yep. i think you see it not just in um not just in the picks and the records and all that other stuff because you see handicappers and people you know email me all the time i want to be on pick dogs i want to be on pick dogs and the thing is you can people win and lose that's that's going to happen and that's all part of it. Some people will just win a lot more than they lose. And they've done that over a long time. And of course, that's what we're generally looking for. But at pick dogs, we are always looking for something a little bit more guys that bring something to the table, because if you really do know what you're talking about, you got no problem coming on camera and saying, I know what the hell I'm talking about. (laughs) And I'm going to talk to people that actually know what the hell they're talking about. So I better know what I'm talking about, you know? And it's like, and you see so many other cappers on so many other um, sites that are unwilling to do that right and i I didn't
3: realize there were other sites out there mitch i had no idea but i tell you what this is the greatest uh, handicapping website ever invented is pickdogs.com and i'm excited to be here and i'm with the mitch wilson and uh i got some i got a free play for the guys today mitch if you don't mind i'll jump right into it. all right
0: we'll give you center stage
3: all right well i tell you what listen fellas I, I following up Big Al McMarty and Ron Romanelli, and they're going to throw a lot of numbers at you, et cetera, and I respect the heck out of that. I'm just going to be blunt with you. Take the over in the Dodgers-Yankees game today. I know Garrett Cole, and Big Al mentioned it. Garrett Cole has had a great start to the season. Having said that, in three of his last five outings, he's allowed five earned runs. Uh, in his last two outings along, he's won 11 innings, allowed 10 hits, and 10 earned runs. Only struck out two versus Baltimore, and he allowed four home runs in those last two games. And, of course, the Yankees, you know, those bats should get going today as they get to face Michael Grove, who has an ERA of 8.44. I like this matchup. This total is fairly low. I believe you can get it at 8.5. Let me double-check real quick, but I think this total is at 8.5 right here. Yeah, eight and a half on this total. So take the over in this game as Garrett Cole is not himself right now. You do you will pay a little bit of juice as the, as the over is is leaning as minus one twenty at DraftKings. Uh, it's leaning. You, you might want to get it in now as I can see that total certainly moving to nine. But I like the over in this matchup, Mitch. I, listen, two offenses that can get it going. If you look at the numbers. And again, I'm not a big numbers guy, but I certainly look at him on a daily basis. Mookie Betts is batting five hundred. He's 7 for 14 against Garrett Cole. Freddie Freeman, three fifty-three as he's 6 for 17 against Cole with a home run. So I look for the top of that Dodgers lineup to get it going. And I look for the Yankees to hit the baseball tonight as well, So or today. I like the the uh, the over in this situation, Mitch. I really do. And I hope you guys take advantage of it. And also make sure you join me live show. I do a live show. Now, it's not the big stage like this, but I do do a live show Monday, Wednesday and Friday right here on the greatest uh, handicapping YouTube channel in the world. So you guys make sure you join me Monday, Wednesday and Friday at one o'clock. We do things a little bit different. We get in here and we chit chat with you guys and and try to, you know, try to come up with a community parlay, et cetera. But I think you guys will really enjoy that. So so join me Monday, Wednesday and Friday. We'll have a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, it's, um, you know, I, I agree. With you. I think there's going to be plenty of, plenty, of, plenty of hitting in this game. I like, you know, I, I think the Yankees' bats are a little bit better. But the thing is, is uh, you know, it just seems that the big-time players come out on the big stage. And I think, you sure. know, we saw it in the Yankee series against the Padres recently at Yankee Stadium. And the Yankee announcers, they just say, I don't know what it is, but the big-time players always show up in the Yankee games, you know, and it's like when Tatis hit that home run off that rookie pitcher that they brought up, he's like, uh, they're just like, I don't know what it is, but the stars, they come to Yankee Stadium or they play against the Yankees, they show up. And I think the Yankees show up in, in games like this, too. They know how big this game is for their fan base. And, you know, while the Dodger fans aren't necessarily the same Dodger fans that it used to be, the Yankee fans are the same Yankee fans and they hate the Dodgers guts and the, and the, the Dodgers. Well, the weird thing is because these fans are not really the same Dodgers fans. I think that actually the guys that were Dodgers fans, they hate the Dodgers guts now, too. But they still hate the Yankees just as much. So A lot of, you know, this is like one of those historical things. It's like the Brooklyn fans that were the Dodger fans. They hate the Yankees, but now they hate the Dodgers. It's like, oh, man. Well, I
3: uh, If you look at, at, at what the offenses have done lately, you know, I know uh, last night they only scored four of the Yankees against Kershaw and company out in LA. You mentioned they hit a home run late uh, and, and Kirby shut them down to zero, but three games prior to that, 10, 10 and 10 for the New York Yankees. If you go over to the LA Dodgers, their bats have been hot as well. Uh, I'll just go through some games here. And this is in order eight, six, nine, six, ten, six. 10, six. So both offenses are hitting the baseball right now. You get a low number because of Garrett Cole. I think it's a gift. It is gift-wrapped right there for you, folks. This, the more I'm looking at it, this should have been a premium play. I mean, this should have been a premium play. This is an easy winner. Make sure you take the over, Dodgers-Yankees.
0: Well, what do you got cooking at Pick Dogs today for everybody for sale?
3: I got a triple play. I got a triple play going tonight in Major League Baseball today, and, and this game didn't make the cuts, and, and I really love this game. So that tells you how much I really like the three games I have today over at Pick Dogs Mitch. and been doing fairly well, man. See, I, I'm known as a streaky handicapper. I accept that. I have no problems with that. When I'm seeing it bad, I'll tell you on my videos that I'm not seeing it great. When I'm seeing it good, I'll tell you I'm seeing it good. I feel like I'm seeing it really, really well right now. So take advantage of that triple play. Pair me up with one of these other all-star handicappers, three-day pass, seven-day pass, whatever. whatever you want to do, but most importantly, put a smile on your face, have fun because it's Saturday and it's a beautiful time of the year with the NHL playoffs, the NBA playoffs and major league baseball is cooking right now. I did not say bet the Dodgers, Michael B. I said, take the over, take the over, baby. We're getting a good low total there of eight and a half. Take the over today, baby.
0: Yeah, I, I, I always like uh, daytime sports and, you know, the weekends are made for it. But I, I like, you know, weekday daytime sports. We get plenty of that during baseball season, too. It seems like every Thursday um, and Wednesday we get some games. So I'll take that sure. as well. But uh, anyways, Mike, thanks for joining us on the first morning show with us on the weekend. And uh, we hopefully, you be, the big time, Mitch. hopefully you're a regular. You know, you're always welcome. Look forward to it. Thank you, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you. That was Mike Davis. A little bit of energy getting the day going. We'll have to get him some fresh lighting and some, uh, what do you call that, indoor tanning uh, solution. Anyways, up next, we've got, uh, let's bring in another first timer. We've got David Racy with us. David, how's it going?
4: <laughs> Not too bad, Mitch. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. We'll have to address the obvious right out of the gate. Rod's wacky, trash talking you know, on uh, the show the other day. Um, <laughs> You know, I I defended you, of course, as always. So, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I think it was all it's all in good fun. But uh, I I personally think you handicapped the crap out of them next year in those videos. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm taking uh, I'm taking Racy. I'm laying, uh, I don't know, eight and a half games overall for the season. I know Rod is uh, Rod's going to say otherwise, but uh, <laughs> that's my I story was... and I'm sticking to it. I was I was watching, and all of a
4: sudden I'm catching strays. I'm like, "What, what did I do here to get in the middle of this thing?" Oh. But no, it, it's all in good fun. I talked with Rod; everything's good. Uh, well, Rod's a yeah. trash
0: talker and a name caller. We know that. That's why he's on the show. Um, you know, <laughs> it's like he fits in. But uh, it's always fun to to. Uh, Kind of catch him off guard a little bit. I didn't mean to catch him that off guard. I didn't think it was that big of a deal because I thought he'd be excited to work with you know someone different. He's been working with Chris for a while. You know, time to mix things up a little bit and see. You know, time to take it to the next level. I think uh, this will give Rod a chance to kind of be the veteran of the crew there, and you know, you'll be the new guy. And I think it's a good combination because kind of the two guys that people haven't seen together. But we've seen you on the leaderboard plenty here at Pick Dogs, and of course. Those of you that are, you know, always wondering how do I become part of Pick Dogs or anything like that, David is another example. Like we have different guys that have done it different ways. So David was a writer for us at Sports Chat Place a long time ago. Um, He left, but he left on good terms. He didn't stiff us and say, you know, just say, "Ah, by the way, today's my last day or anything like that. He, you know, life happens. He left. He came. He was a student when he used to write for us right? He was a student at Michigan yeah. State. Yeah, I was at, at Michigan State. Yeah. At Michigan State. And he, so it was like kind of his college job writing for us. And, you know, believe me, back then, I don't even think we had a premium area for, uh, for uh, you know, handicappers. But anyways, then he wrote me a uh, year and a half ago, maybe, said, hey, I want to come back or whatever. So, you know what? Why not? And uh, here he is again, and, you know, from being a free pick writer. He's like, hey, I want to do the the handicapping side as well. He certainly covers, you know, when you write, the free pick articles at our website. You cover these games inside and out. You know all the players, all the statistics. You know every matchup that's out there, way more than than you know anybody else could possibly could. So, uh, yeah, glad to have you.
4: Yeah, I've enjoyed it and yeah, like you said this is my first time on the uh, on the weekend show. I appreciate you having me on and I hope I can live up I know I can't match the energy of Mike Davis, but I'm I'm going to try to try to keep everyone entertained. We're going to call Mike
0: Davis the wake-up call. I think that would be a great, you know, great nickname so. for him. You know, Mike Davis's wake-up call. It's like yikes. like we're all like still having our coffee i know wayne went out to the store to grab his coffee that's i see he's back but it's like yeah (laughs) he didn't need his his coffee coffee. (laughs) he knew mike davis was coming exactly and no no need for
4: coffee for me I'm, i'm wide awake now
0: all right well what do you got for us today at for your uh free pick
4: Yeah, I'm looking at the Blue Jays today. They're taking on the Mets. Um, Toronto, they've been inconsistent a little bit this season, but they have won four of their last five games, um, and they've had really good pitching in those five games. Uh, They've only allowed seven seven runs in the five, and they're starting Jose Barrios today, Um, and he also has been inconsistent in his career, but he has allowed two earned runs or fewer um, in four of his last five starts, and in those five starts, he's faced the Twins, the Rays, the Yankees, the Braves, and the Pirates. Uh, you know, so pretty good teams. You know, he's not just beating up on on bad teams. So he's he's played or he's pitched well uh, recently, and I think he he does a decent job today against a Mets team that that isn't great. You know, New York they have won three of their last four, and they've played better over their last few weeks, but um, they've struggled this season too. And they're starting Tyler McGill. Um, hope I'm hoping pronouncing that right, but he's allowed eight earned runs over his last two starts, uh, which is only total seven point two innings pitched. Um, and that was against uh, the Rockies and the Cubs. And he's allowed 16 hits in those two games. So he's had some issues. He's facing a, a very good Toronto offense that uh, we all know can put up a lot of runs. Um, and I really think Barrios has the advantage in this pitching matchup. So I like Toronto to get the win. Uh, when you're looking at some trends, uh, Toronto's 41-20 and 20 in their last 61 Saturday games. And they're 13-3 and three in their last 16 interleague games against a team with a winning record. And then look at the Mets, they're 6-14 and 14 in their last 20 games against a team with a winning record. So although they've been playing well lately and stacking up some wins, you know, they haven't really been beating winning teams consistently. Um, and they're 0-4 in their last four Saturday games. So I'm taking the Blue Jays here, they get a, a pretty decent price with them, and uh, I think they get the win here.
0: All right. Well, I, I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm... – not a big Barrios guy, everybody knows that, but uh, I expect to see some runs scored in this game, and both these teams, you know, have the ability to swing swing the bat. I think these are two teams that have spent a lot of money, and I think what the, they have a lot of the same problems that a lot of the big spenders have out there, and that is that they have an uneven lineup, you know, yeah. uneven roster, it's like... You have a few big name guys and then a lot of like sprinkling these things and it's like you said tyler mcgill you know it's like verlander scherzer mcgill you know it's like it just doesn't even fit in the same sentence it's like you hope to like move down and that's why like you know we talked with big al about heaney or like you know some of these other guys that you can fit into that spot you know, maybe Kopech, you know, like we talked about with Ron, you know, some other guys that would really be nice fits here. But the Mets, they don't have that. A few years ago, you know, it was, like, guys like that, and it was Cindergard and DeGrom. But then they went in with, like, Bassett, and they had, um, you know, uh, you know a few, other pl- a few other guys like that. And they had Marcus Stroman, you know. So it's like, you know, that was just a different type of rotation. The Mets didn't have a ton of luck with that. The Blue Jays, I mean, these guys have – tons of money Toronto big money team but it's, it just seems that you know it's all in a couple of players once again and not on the pitching staff and I think Manoa's been a bit of a disappointment there for them as well
4: yeah for sure and, and it doesn't help Toronto either they're playing in that AL East which is, is so competitive you know um, you look at like I'm a you know I live in Michigan I'm a Tigers fan it's been brutal last few years to say the least but um, you know in the central there's there's no good teams you know the twins are are decent and they're winning, but you put this Toronto team in the central and, you know, they'll run away with it. And here they are, you know, near the bottom of the, uh, the ALE standings. And then you look at the Mets, like you said, you know, they have uh, McGill, but, and then it doesn't help that Scherzer and Verlander haven't been themselves either. You know um, they have all this money tied up and they haven't been great. They haven't been too bad, but um, they're know, not, they're
0: people... not $70 million <laughs> worth of pitcher, you know, yeah. yes, they're and, not. You and know. people
4: have in their heads still Verlander from his Tiger days. You well, know, even last was, year. Even last yeah. year it was good.
0: But the thing <laughs> yeah. is, is that he's always been a back season, back half of the season guy. But the thing is, it's that the Mets aren't one player away. You know, yeah. they're not a one player. Like the, you add a Verlander like the Astros did because they were one player away. You know, right. they're not one player away, the Mets. They're not even yeah. freaking close, man. They need some of those guys back from the Giants.
4: Yeah, and you know the Mets are better in my opinion than they've than they've played. You know, but they're not a World Series contender. Um, and and yeah, it's having that type of money wrapped up in two pitchers that you know, and then you have the rest of your rotation. You're way of better shambles. off with
0: Michael Conforto back in that lineup and you know, some of these other guys.
4: Yeah. Yep, you're right. But I think I think Toronto gets the win today. I know you're not a big uh, Barrios guy, but I think he gets it done for us.
0: I just think he's another one of those guys that came in with just the really, really high expectations and has failed to deliver on it. And, you yeah. know, we, we give credit where credit is due. You know, Cole was the number one guy that, I mean, I really hard on him for a long time. But, you know, he's pitched better and we give credit where credit is due. But the thing is that, you know, Chris Sale, I thought that his game had deteriorated this year. He's bounced back and could, you know, is the comeback player of the year, at least over the first couple of months. And, you know, we give credit where credit is due, but it's like at the same time. Barrios has never earned that. You At, at some point, you got to earn it. You want to have that? You mm-hmm. want to talk the talk? You got to earn it at some point. Just because they sell your baseball card at a ridiculously high price doesn't make you a great player. And I think that's <laughs> the problem with some of these guys out there. And what are you selling today at Pick Dogs?
4: Um well I have my M L B three pack. I've had a I've had a really solid start to the baseball season. So we're gonna look to keep that going. I have my MLB three pack. It's all afternoon plays. Um starts at uh one ten, I believe, Eastern time. Um and then I have an NHL premium play and I have a couple late night baseball plays as well. So anyone that follows me knows I'm definitely not uh shy to pull the trigger on something I like. And uh, you know, we have quite a few plays, not a ton of games today, but uh, a, a good card that, that I have confidence in. And like I said, I've been, I've been strong in baseball this year. So hope to keep it going, head on over there, grab, uh, join me for the day or, you know, grab a, uh, a long-term pass and let's make some money.
0: Sounded like you said, Hey, wacky suck it. Anyways, thanks David for joining us. We'll see you hopefully plenty on these weekend shows We're you know, we're here every Saturday and Sunday and you're more than welcome to join us. We'll get you some pick dogs lighting for your background there. Just a little bit, uh, You know, some blue and some red maybe or something. I know, I got to,
4: I've, I've, uh, I just, we've, we've been moving into this house. We built our house a few years ago and just never finished the basement. And uh, that's where I have my desk and I got to get some stuff up on the wall. So people aren't staring at a white wall. It's just been dragging my feet. But yeah, I got to get on that. You are correct.
0: All right. Sounds like some pretty harsh wording there for Rod's wacky. Anyways, thanks for joining (laughs) us and uh, we'll hopefully see you tomorrow. All right. Thanks Mitch. Have a good one. David Racy, no, no shortage of words there for uh, for Rod Zawacki. Anyways, Al Ninos, what's happening? Going pretty good. How are you doing, Mitch? Just stirring the pot, doing what I do, <laughs> <laughs> poking the bear, stirring the pot, however you yeah. want to call it.
5: Yeah. You know, start,
0: yeah. start, start, starting shit, calling some names. You know, gotta keep yourself
5: entertained, huh? Well, this is what I do.
0: You know, hey, I, you know, there's there's 2,600 games in a major league baseball season, 365 days in a year, and I'm here for all of them. So, uh, got to do something.
5: What do you got cooking these days? Uh yeah, looking at some more baseball. I mean, uh, just a uh, one NHL game to choose from. Other than that, so. Um so yeah looking at this uh, one baseball matchup we'll be looking at the uh, twins taking on the guardians and what's going to should be a pretty good uh, pitching matchup especially considering uh, that uh, byron buxton's going to be out of the lineup here for the twins that being said i still think we got the better starter here with sonny gray's just been great this season starting to get hit a little bit but you know he's not going to stay perfect forever and uh Despite that, still having still uh, coming in better form than uh, Logan Allen, who's also having a good season as well. So, I'm expecting a lower scoring game here. I mentioned Buxton out the lineup for the Twins. The Guardians got a pretty good lineup, but they just haven't been hitting the ball that well. And the way uh, Gray's been pitching, I think he uh, goes deep into this game and uh, and uh, you know keeps it low scoring at least to start with. Both teams have pretty good bullpens and. Um, I'll be looking at the Twins here, despite uh, Buxton's injury. Uh still think that Gray makes a difference here. I'll be looking at the Twins, laying a little bit more juice for them in the first five, but uh, also taking them uh, both ways. Uh, oh, sorry, full game and first five innings, Twins. line.
0: These are two teams that really struggle to put things together. I mean, you look at their records and it's like, as far as like winning back-to-back games, it's like almost next to never for either of these teams. You think they, you know, think any of these, either of these guys have a better chance to, uh to do it. It seems like Joe Ryan and, and gray are a good one too for the twins, the guardians, you know, if they could return to that old, you know, pitching rotation with Bieber and Savali, and McKenzie, and, you know, get a couple other young guys going in here. I mean, Hig, Higgy or Higby, he seems to be yeah. pretty good. Um, you know,
5: kind of a good mix. I think, you know, the twins, they got, they got some good hitters too, but definitely more a top heavy lineup. And I guess you could say a little bit of the same thing, I guess, for the, for the guardians, but definitely, yeah, both, both teams actually underperforming. And, the guardians probably one of the most disappointing teams in the league but again it's still not that deep in the season and uh, you just mentioned how many games we have so still think they got plenty of time to turn things around and i still think they do i mean i i still like this guardians team i just don't like what they're doing right now and i think we're getting a decent price here with gray at home against them and uh yeah still look uh, i mean it's a team i like rooting for you know i'm a dodgers fan obviously but uh kind of uh don't mind rooting for the guardians other than that when they're not facing the dodgers uh no particular reason i kind of like i guess their lineup a little bit and uh yeah you mentioned they have some good pitchers too just just this lineup's been real disappointing so far and uh, you mentioned mckenzie coming back too i think that'll give him a little boost as well but uh yeah, right now I'm still on the Twins, despite a big injury to their lineup. Who are you liking that David Racy versus Rods
0: Wacky matchup? <laughs> You're
5: you giving me eight and a half games. I, I got to <laughs> go with Rod.
0: All right. Well, what do you got for sale today at Pick Dogs? He's like, um, he goes, I'm not talking to Rod, because I'm not gonna let Rod chew my head off. What's <laughs> the I'll money take Rod. <laughs> <laughs> he's like unless the oilers win the cup i'm taking the other side because then i know rod's gonna be in a good mood
5: <laughs> i got a little bit of baseball you know um was waiting for that fifth pick uh fortunately the line's still not out there for it so uh just four plays in the mlb i got a three pack and my uh 19 play is sold separately today so waiting on to play for red sox rays is that what it is
0: that is what's what well, the game. That's the game that the line is in. <laughs> it's game too. Yeah. I tried like... to say
5: it without saying
0: it. <laughs> but <laughs> but you know, I mean, yeah. I'm not. T- I'm not asking what side or whatever. I'm just saying no, the line isn't out. Though, so, yeah.
5: No, it wasn't yeah. a huge mystery no, it's or it's anything. Yeah. Actually, out. pretty interesting pitching matchup there. Like, I think. Yeah, that's expected. You know, there's still nothing confirmed yet, which is why uh, why there's no line yet. But um...
0: I'm not sure. Usually, you know, so it takes um, around by this time the lines are up. Anyways, yeah,
5: they, they should be, you think, but uh, maybe they're waiting to see how the Rays doing that bullpen game as well. So I don't think so. They generally won't
0: wait that long. They gotta, they'd got to. they rather take the action. Anyways, <laughs> thanks. For, yeah, I'm sure a lot of books will. Yeah. Thanks, for, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. All right. All right, have a good one, Mitch. El Nino's picking Rod's Wacky plus eight and a half in, uh, in that one. All right, next up, Wayne. Wayne, what's happening? You got your coffee, got your donuts, got your uh, pack of smokes, got everything going on. (laughs) Wayne ran out to the store during Al McMorty's segment.
6: (laughs) Yes, sir. I had to, but now I'm up. I'm live, baby.
0: Let's go. So uh, I tried to get tickets for the uh, Crawford-Spence fight, and I'm telling you, I got in there with seven minutes after they got on sale. I was in, you know, not waiting room. I was in, and there was no ticket.
6: Goodness, it's sold
0: out already. Yeah, I think, well, the bots get there. You know, the, the ticket That's brokers crazy. have doing bots seller. that get in. Yeah, they keep saying, seller. well, we're going to block the bots and all this other stuff. But meanwhile, if they want to keep the tickets for the fans, why can't they go on StubHub and find out exactly who's selling these tickets that have been snatched up, you know, because they're on sale within seconds. You know, go on SeatGeek, go crazy. on StubHub hunt these guys down find if they actually were real fans that got tickets and were' just trying to flip them or if they're these agencies that um, you know used bots to get the tickets and take the tickets away and have have a have reopened ticket sales you know it's yeah. not that I, I I know like I've you know I've been to Vegas a million times I've been to these events and stuff like that I can tell you you go there to the box office the day of the event there will be tickets for sale I can I can <laughs> promise you that much there is You just have to catch it, right? You know, but you you go the day of, that means everything's cleared out. We'll call. Everything's whatever done. And it's like there's always tickets that are left.
6: Yeah, man, that's a growing problem, and uh, and a lot of things. To be honest, fighting with these bots, man, it's just not fair. To just uh, anytime you're trying to get anything of quality via internet, I don't care if it's a pair of shoes or some tickets, man. Going against these bots, it's not fun. And you got a lot of people not getting the item that they want and getting charged double for it. Well, I mean, I'm just I mad
0: that I'm gonna have to pay $800 party. for a $200 seat. It's like yeah, I don't man, mind paying $800 for an $800 seat, or you know, even eight. 800 for a seat that should be 500 or 100 you know but it's like when the face is 200 and i have to pay 800 and then i'm like god man this sucks
6: you know yeah it really does i don't know how they can get to the bottom of that but i agree with you that's not uh makes you not even want to enjoy it to be honest with
0: you i know it makes it sucks the life out of it anyways what do you got going on for us today
6: I'm going to go to that uh, Baltimore Giants game, guys. And if you guys are uh, looking at all the stats, it's going to tell you uh, Baltimore. I was on Baltimore yesterday with uh, Kramer on the mound. Uh, but I like the Giants today with um, Alex Cobb on the mound. Alex Cobb, man, he's been on and off. But when he's at home and he's playing at night, he's been great. He's 3-0 at night with a 2 uh, ERA and a point. To whip. Um he's uh like I just said he hasn't been doing that good on the road but um when he's here in this situation he's been fired at night. And um, on the other side of that we got Kyle Braddish, um and his numbers aren't that bad but in this situation, away and at night, he has a four ERA and a one point four whip and that just can uh back him even with the um plus money here tonight. Um, his last road start, he's been having a couple uh, home games, so his numbers uh, look a little better. But his last road start against New York has seven hits. Four runs and uh, one home run. I'm not going to back Kyle Bradish uh, pitching like that on the road. Baltimore they do have the bats, the seventh in bats. San Fran is 14th in bats, but when we're talking batting righties and we're talking recently, uh, San Fran has the edge on that batting 276 against uh, righties. So you're giving me a pretty even pitching matchup with um in my opinion and San Fran having the better bats in my opinion right now and a stronger bullpen I'm gonna take um San Fran at the minus 120 minus 130 and I see it up to 140 some places 140 would be the max uh to me even at about 135 is my max but um I do see the value on the Giants I am with the books on Feeling like they should be the favorites. I know a lot of people thought they could have got that win yesterday, but um, I don't see them losing four games straight. And I do think they picked up this win off Kyle Bradish and Baltimore Orioles. So give me the uh, Giants here.
0: Yeah, I think this series is going to be tight. I've been saying that in my videos all the way is that I think these two teams are pretty evenly matched. You have two teams that are kind of scrap it out. The Orioles just, they, they don't have a problem giving up a few runs early and uh, having to mount the comeback. They've done it all season long. Meanwhile, you know, for the Giants, there's a team that nobody expected anything from, and it just seems that when they hit, they always, and this is how they've done it historically when they've had good teams, is they might only get four or five hits a game, but they all happen in the same inning, you know, and it's like that's Oof. how they get it done. And then with quality pitching, also, you know, Regular pitchers become really good pitchers when they join the Giants. I think part of it has to be the stadium. I, I think we can't take that away from them. But then you have to say that these guys are coaching them up. When you have Kevin Gausmans and Anthony DeSclafani's, you know, who become a lot better pitchers when they join the Giants, you know, and you go back even to guys like Tim Limsicum, who was not seen as, you know, a world beater type pitcher, become a Cy Young award winner. These are the type of things that San Francisco has been able to do historically. There's two teams out there, maybe three, that I think really coach up pitchers. It's three. It's the Cardinals, the Dodgers, and the Giants. These guys historically teach the pitchers, even new pitches and stuff like that. There are certain, there are different types of coaches, and Wayne, you know this because you're a former athlete yourself. There are certain coaches that can manage the talent really well, and then there are certain coaches that make players better players by coaching them up. And I think you know the, the Giants, the Cardinals, and the Dodgers have the ability to do that at some level, whether it be in their minor league system, at the major league level, whatever it is. They have these guys that can work with these guys and makes them better players. And I think Cobb is one of those guys that we saw back in Tampa Bay, was a really good pitcher. He played actually for Baltimore after that as a free agent, never was quite the same pitcher then. But I think, you know, he still has that that type of talent.
6: Man, I love listening to you, Mitch. I hope y'all soaked all that in, man. Mitch is always giving that fire for real. I mean, uh, when you uh, talked uh, pitching the culture, though, I didn't think you were going to go uh, uh, St. Louis, but um, I, I well, definitely you, to I do. I mean, you, you
0: look at even a few years ago in St. Louis, a guy like Chris Carpenter came in from Toronto, was seen as like a washed-up pitcher, Cy Young Award mm-hmm. winner. You've seen them do it with with relievers, but I think you know. And, and, you know, you see him even extending careers of guys like Adam Wainwright, you know. So it's like we know that they're able to get it done. How much of that had to do with Yachty Molina behind the plate? Now we're starting to find out that maybe a little bit more than coaching, you know. It's like like all of a sudden, you know, it's like, oh, man, Jordan Montgomery last year comes over from the Yankees, goes to the Cardinals, and all of a sudden he's, you know, he's a great pitcher. It's like now Yachty's not there behind the plate anymore. And eh, he's kind of the same guy we saw in the Yankees.
6: Facts, facts. You, know, you
0: know, you think that may, maybe the Cardinals taught him a few things and said, hey, you're doing this, you're doing this, and here's a couple quick tips, and it makes you better. And maybe they did do that, but I think Yachty is, you know, he's the equalizer, you know. And they certainly miss him a ton because Wilson Contreras couldn't carry his jockstrap. Hey, <laughs> <I hate> Contreras. <laughs>
6: Yeah, man. Um, got my best bet for the uh, for the day. Um, my hit and run best bet. I've been on a roll with that. I got my Cujo Big Dog play. I've been releasing an underdog play every day, and it's been fire. So um, pick that up. And um, if you don't like the individual bet, I got a three pack for you guys. And I'm um, looking to hit all three of those today and continue to cash, man. Been on a little roll. Um, planning to have some boxing for y'all uh, tomorrow. That's a big fight. Uh, Theofima Lopez and Josh Taylor. Uh, that's going to be a firefighter. I love Josh Taylor, man. He's one of the, my favorite UK fighters, man. His style is crazy. And uh, Theofimo Lopez, he's uh, one of the bigger, up-and-coming, younger uh, Spanish fighters that a lot of people love to back. So I think that's going to be a war. And um, I'll I have a pick for that on y'all uh, for y'all, and um, let's get it.
0: All right, Wayne. Well, we'll see you uh, tomorrow, as usual. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it, Mitch. Wayne Scott? Always oh, bringing it 110% on our pick talk show next up we've got eric last week made his uh big performance big uh, introduction here and here he is back again um i know you got you gave out your number and stuff on the show you got calls so you know kind of the way that it is eric's Eric's our handicapper that's not a handicapper at all. And I think that's kind of a different thing. And people ask me all the time, you know, what does it take to join pick dogs and all this other stuff? And I always say, well, if you have something that we don't have, that's always a good place to start. And You know, right now we have a really full roster. Um, so, you know, we're not looking to add people. But um, Eric will tell you firsthand and I'll tell you for it. He's not a handicapper. He's a guy that just knows a lot guys that are really good at betting on sports.
7: Well, you know, I was listening to the entire stream. First of all, glad to be back. You said you were talking a couple guys back about if you're just 50%, I think Ron, you were saying if you're just 50%, you know, you can you can make life-changing money in baseball. And even though I'm new to the site, I I did my rundown for the month of May. The month of May, I released 64 selections for my betting groups. My record Mitch was 32 and 32 for the month of May, plus 13.4 units. Yeah,
0: that's 32. 32- I had a client text me. Imagine if I've some of these bullpens didn't anything. implode on you. Imagine if you had a bullpen that didn't implode on you. You go 34 and 30. With the, you know what the difference oh, is. Oh, a
7: lot of those 32
0: losses were in the ninth inning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I No, I, I say it all the time. It's like so, if you can make 32 and 32, 34 and 30, just two extra wins, it takes that, it takes that unit away on the loss column, moves away plus money into the win column. It's like So my
7: average pick odds for the month of May, May 1st to May 31st, 64 selections, average odds were plus 145, 45 cents. So So yesterday, if you were a, a Telegram member and we I want to shout out to a, a lot of guys inquiring and texting me 775-636-7676. That's a dedicated number for Pick Dogs members to text for results and information. A lot of clients have been put on Telegram Messenger yesterday, talk about value. Two plays yesterday on Telegram, both in my—here, I live in Baltimore, Maryland. We had the Baltimore Orioles plus 40 cents, and we had the Washington Nationals plus 60 cents. Sweat that one out his... a little
0: bit. We sweat that nationals. I'm sorry. We sweat that nationals out a little bit. There, I thought it was looked like an easy winner early, and it uh, well, not so easy. But a winner well, pays the it same. It, pays the it same.
7: It was yeah. funny because I saw the score, and then I don't watch the games. And then I went back, and I had to do a double take around midnight. I went whoa, 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 what, what's going on here? But uh, yeah, right now, for instance, if you're a if you're a dine club member and you're on the Telegram channel for the week. You are seven wins and five losses. Wrap your head around that. And you're up 3.85 units.
0: Yeah. I mean, so you, that, that's that's how it's done in baseball. I talked to, um, you know, I talk on, on my, my afternoon show and we took the week off this week. Cause Dave, Dave is Dave Miller's on a, uh, on, on a cruise right. and he'll be back right. next week for, I mean, next week's show. I'm really excited. We're going to do it live actually with uh, Dave right. and Micah. And, um, you know, what Dave always talks about is like, cause I always talk about how I'm the squarest one in the room and he just refuses to let me have that because he says that I shop lines and it like it, that I'm shopping lines and looking for value that I, I automatically can't be square, you know? And I said, well, what if I say, you know, what if I say that, um, you know, if I just bet, three underdogs in a row that i'm getting plus 200 better than plus 200 odds on and all they have to do is win one game for me that plus money so well then then you're square <laughs> right, right,
8: right, exactly.
0: I you
7: know i've known him for 15 years i said I, if, if if 32 and 32 is going to make me 13 units i want to be square yeah like, but i'll know.
0: say you know i'll go like well you know they but, can't they can't lose to the same team three times in a row at, at plus 260 he's like Totally square. <laughs> it's like,
7: but what I will say is to and to the actual handicappers to do the work on your site. One of the and, and I want. I'm just curious, and I know we can't. I don't, I'm not going to filibuster your show. Is what is your take on my attitude? Which is baseball? If I told you in a football game that your quarterback was going to be out in the fourth quarter, your handicapping process would be completely different. The issue that I take with betting favorites in baseball, which basically I don't bet favorites in baseball, is I'm going into it knowing that if I'm using the pitcher as one of the method, the data points of handicapping a game, I should only be wagering on the first five innings because I'm going to make the hypothesis, the assumption, that pitcher isn't even going to be in in the seventh,
0: eighth, ninth I, in- I had this same conversation with Mills Young last week after the show on Sunday. I tried to explain this to him, exactly what you just said. It's like I'm not – I can't lay those kind of odds for five innings um, of a game. It just doesn't make any sense to me. There's way more value on the other side, and that's what we're seeing. More and more, especially as more states become legal, the lines become even more and more – Swung this way by the books, and they, of course they, we could say, well, they don't do it on purpose. They totally do it on purpose because they know that there's less educated betters out there than Correct. ever before, and there's more guys that bet based on watching, you know, our friends on TV, which we watch all, you know, we watch all these networks, and we watch. I, I just watch the games. I don't watch the shows, but I know there's right. shows on there, and they talk about all these big time players. And even on their highlight shows and stuff, they always show the big name players, and you know Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, and you know all these guys like that. And you know the reality of it is, is that you know they only show the highlights of those guys. They don't show them striking out three times in one game, right. or that you know that they're just one player on it. 500 baseball team that's you know minus 190 every single time out but we have on um, our betting tools at sportschatplace.com all along these same lines we have a listing of profitable teams and you, all you gotta do is go to the betting tools at sports chat place look at profitable teams and you'll see these are the teams that you know where the value is and where the value isn't um, and you know there's always some names in there that surprise you but um, right. yeah so I w- oh go ahead go ahead no, I wanted, to, I wanted to just remind everybody that the Dime Club phone number, you always, you know, you talk about the Dime Club, and, you know, you mentioned it already, is that. So the Dime Club is a product that it was created by the Pick Dogs community for the Pick Dogs community. You guys asked for this. You know, I have people that email me all the time. Not everybody, you know, no. not everybody. But people have emailed me over the years. I, I'm a large better. I'm looking for just one or two really good plays. And I, and, and. You know, don't you have something like that for me? And I'm looking for someone I can call. I'm looking for all these things. And I said, you know what? I haven't been able to do it because I've had so much on my plate, but now the environment is right. And we're able to add it. And, you know, for the Dime Club... We fully understand that this product isn't for everybody. I bet my own premium picks, so I, you know, that's that's what I do. I have the time to handicap all the games. I've you know, I've been doing it for a very long time, but not everybody has that. You know, a lot of times. I bet my premium picks, but I also bet other games too. And those those are games that don't fit the parameters of what the premium area is. In order to do the premium the way that we do with online pick purchasing, we can't put picks in at like 6 o'clock at night when the game starts at 730 because we have people around the world. We have kind of deadlines and cutoffs, and Eric knows this as well as everybody, that they have to be in by a certain time because people are around the world and they need to be able to log in and know that they're, these are all the picks that are going to be there. Oh, you know – Mitch gave out the, the Pirates and he put the pick in at 630. I missed it and they won. I would have had a winning day if I would have gotten that one. So we don't do it. You know, we don't add those, even though I might bet it personally in my personal betting account. But the Pick Dogs Dime Club, you do get plays like that. Because it is late-breaking information, and it's that. And you call the toll-free number, you're not going to get a recorded line giving you a pick phone or anything like that. You call the you call the toll-free number; it's a live person, and they're going to tell you. You know what? This isn't for you. Get the premium picks on the website; they're a great product. Or I mean, hey, this couple- is something that you consider. We have something you don't have to get a year; you can get a, a couple of weeks. You know, try it out and see if it fits.
7: Yeah, and you've seen that we work with smaller players. We'll give them little discounted trial offers. But, you know, in the old days, like I said, you know, it was we had what's called, you know, a late telephone service where I would literally be in the office till the game tips off, and I'm getting information from betting groups. My phones are exploding, and I'm li- as quick as I possibly And the value of Telegram now and the technology in 2023 is – I don't have to deal with that. I can just disseminate the information directly to an app on your phone, whether it's Android or whether it's an iPhone, and and you just have to have your alerts on your phone. And it's much more pleasurable than than this old-school phone where, you know, it would blow up. I'd have 40 lines, and they would blow up simultaneously right up to game time on Monday Night Football.
0: I've been talked to about doing phone, you know, for years. Um, You know, I've been in this game for a long time. I've always had, you know, one of the biggest followings out there. And Eric can tell you when he's worked for competitors, they mentioned us because no matter where I've been, I've always just had a massive following. Some people, they watch just because they hate me. They want to fade my picks. That's fine too. I don't (laughs) care, you know. I don't care, you know. Believe me, as long as you guys are making money, then we're we're doing something right. But the thing is, is that, I would only do it if it's done right in a way that fits along with what we do. And I believe that this does. I believe that it's in line with who we are. And I think that's the most important thing where it's not this hard sell. It's not, you know, just writing this and doing this or whatever. It's like, if it fits, it fits. If it doesn't fit, we're not going to no make it fit or tell you that it fits or any of no those things. Deal.
7: It's like... Well, it's funny. I did a YouTube on one of your free selections on the daily YouTube video that I've been doing on your channel. I gave out Oakland the other day um, plus one and a half, and they actually won the game outright. It was when they won two games in a row, and somebody commented, you know, right immediately, thanks for that play. There was no way I would take Oakland even if I was getting plus four. And then the next day they win the game outright. You don't hear a word from these guys. And, of course, the guy probably faded me. But, again, you know, I go back to, like, today on the premium page, I have two plays posted this Saturday. But all the late information games, they're going to come directly through on Telegram. And that's just how the ball rolls. In a perfect world, you could tie everything up with a nice, neat bow, be done as a professional better by 12 noon. And I understand on the website we have to do that. But the higher end betters there, this is a process where they're literally up at 6 a.m. And they're not going to bed till midnight and they're making plays throughout the day.
0: All right. Well, anyways, let's give these people a pick. We've we have talked. Your last long guy,
7: on. your last guy, Wayne, I believe, that just came on. I'm in Baltimore, Maryland. I had uh, I gave out on your YouTube channel yesterday. The Baltimore Orioles is the complimentary selection. I am coming back with the Orioles again. I expect the Orioles to win the game. Anytime I can get the Orioles on a road as a plus price, I'm going to take them. I'm not going to get into the ERAs and the stats and the trends. Orioles are the most profitable team in all of baseball. But here's the kicker, Mitch, on the road. They are the most profitable road team in baseball baseball they literally make no money here five minutes away in camden yards so if you've just been playing the orioles on the road you're up 11 units this season i'm going to keep rolling with the orioles and that's not being a homer if anyone wants to call me a homer i am definitely i'll bet against them any day of the week we went against them last week we had cleveland on the telegram channel when they beat the (laughs) orioles
0: all right. Well, obviously we got the phone line going. We got a disagreement here with Capras, but uh, what do you got? Uh, what do you got for sale for your own picks today?
7: Two two plays up on the premium package site. They're already been posted before I even came on here. You can grab them. Um, two baseball plays for today, and uh, you know I don't want to talk about the Miami. We can do that tomorrow. Do you think they can grab a game? We'll talk about that tomorrow.
0: All right, Eric. Well, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you tomorrow. You got it, buddy. Eric, one of our new people here. He's not a capper. That's like, I I always call everybody who's on the show a capper. Eric's not a capper. I don't know what the hell he is. I'm sure Rod could come up with some names for him. Rod, you got any names for Eric? You're a name caller. You're muted.
8: I am muted, yeah. Well, we're out David Racy woofing (laughs) some crap at you there
0: this morning. Um, Racy took <laughs> nice, the gloves and off
8: and nice. <laughs> I'm all in eight and a half.
0: Woo, <laughs> Racy's got the gloves off. He, he, he is, is a trash talker.
8: Disrespecting around the bat, eight and a half. Woo, that's way
0: too many. <laughs> uh, we'll find Wait, out. Let's go. <laughs> we'll find out man what do you got what do you got cooking for today we know the nhl final start today you think this is going to be a long series short series you think it's going to be you know i think the nhl is going to extend it vegas is a fan base that's you know used to being in the postseason and the panthers you know this is kind of like the heat they were really good last year and then they got kind of squeaked in this year to the playoffs and you know made the most of their opportunity and uh Sometimes we've seen this so many times in the NHL. Boy, you get a hot goalie and just
8: so hard to beat, you know? And he's just, just so hard to beat. And that's why he's a plus 200 to win the uh, Cosmic Trophy, is uh, Bobrovsky uh, right now. But you got some bunch of other guys that are big plus money, too. If they have a good series, uh, you never know. But I think this is a longer series. Yeah, I think it goes six or seven. For me, I made mean, a nice little bet uh, on the Florida Panthers win the series four games to two. Nice Vegas played in a lot of high scoring
0: games. Panthers played in a lot of low scoring games. This is a real good contrast. But just, but, this but is, but is a real Eagles, east, east west thing going on here. You got it all in this series. Two very warm uh, weather. Yeah. Two very warm yeah. weather teams though. I mean, these are the two hottest weather teams. These guys in Arizona are the hottest weather teams in the NHL going at it in June.
8: And that's also when you get warm weather teams like that, the puck bounces a little more. So you get a little more weird, weird bouncing action with the puck where all of a sudden the, the puck will hit the ice and then go, boop. And a, and a guy will get over here and rip it in. He'll be like, oh, that normally doesn't happen with the puck. So watch for that to happen in a series that you'll get a few more different Weird bounces that'll go to somebody and they'll rip one in and it, it'll look a little bit odd and weird, but those those happen in, in these warm weather climates. But yeah, I think it's a long series, six or seven. Uh, they're not just gonna; it's not going to be a sweep in this one. Both teams are uh, solid coming in. You look, Aiden Hill, solid coming into uh, all the way to the Cup final, and uh, Bobrovsky. We've seen what he's done all the way here. So both goalies on both teams have been uh, lights out. So I'm looking
0: forward to. it. Going to be great. I couldn't name one player on either team, but anyways, what do you got cooking to pick dogs today?
8: And today or is... We got to, we're going to take a look here at uh, the Atlanta Braves and the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. You look know, at this Arizona team and uh, rolling right along, seven and three in their last ten, uh, while Atlanta uh, four and six in their last ten. And uh, Spencer Strider is getting his start uh, on the mound for uh, the Braves, and he, he he's. His last few, he, he had a great start of the season, and then he's kind of been like win one, lose one, win, win one, lose one. His last three, he's one one with a four point two four ERA and a one point one eight WHIP. And then the other side of the ball, you got uh, Ryan Nelson uh, starting for uh, Arizona, and he's been solid in his last three, one and zero with uh, a three point three one ERA and a one point one six WHIP. So I think these both these starters uh, duel it out early. And then when you throw it to the bullpen, you look at the bullpens uh, on both sides. Surprisingly, the, the ERAs on both bullpens are uh, 4.02 ERA this season, but you dig a little deeper and you look at the last 10 games, and uh, this is the reason why the Arizona's been winning their bullpens, uh, holding teams at 2.36 over the last 10, while well, uh, the Braves' bullpens uh, ballooned a little, 4.88, almost five runs a game uh, from that bullpen. And you look at the Braves, three eight in their last ten, or in last eleven versus a team with a winning record. Two and five in their last seven versus a right-handed pitcher. And on the other side of the ball, well, uh, this is the Arizona team—they've uh, been ripping up uh, right-handed pitching. Thirteen and three in their last uh, sixteen, and they're also fifteen and six in their last twenty-one versus teams with winning records. You know mean? This big giant price to uh, fade Spencer Strider. I'm in. Give me Arizona plus uh, one seventy-five on that one. If you want to take the plus one app, I wouldn't blame you. But I'm going all out, take Arizona on the money line in this sort.
0: Yeah, kind of like what Eric was just talking about, you know, with Spencer Schreider too. It's like paying this big of a price based on a starting pitcher really doesn't do it for me. And I think, you know, with the Braves have had a, you know, the Braves are the Braves. They won the World Series, not last season, but the season before that. They have a lot of the same players on, on this team and uh, a lot of good players and probably healthier than that team was, though, in the starting rotation. Still, uh, Max Fried not in there. And, uh, you know, Soraka hardly looked like the same pitcher when he came back. But, uh, you know, who knows what he, what's going to happen with him, and they're still missing a few other guys. But Strider, I think, is one of these guys that's just so overbet, like every single oh, yeah. time out, oh, just massive um favorite every single time and the Braves on this road trip he I mean, lost twice to the Oakland A's you sure as heck can lose twice to the Arizona Diamondbacks you know
8: so watch out there, but uh, about got the better record than the Braves um this Arizona team's uh turned it up winners of six straight and uh, as you said I, I faded Spencer Strider not the last time out but the time before that when he was pacing the Dodgers and he was like a minus two something then against uh Miller and uh Miller got the win they got pounded in that one uh 8-1 was the final. Well, I remember that one. <laughs> so I, I have no problem fading uh, Spencer Strider in his uh, big job press. I don't want to lay that with this guy. I've seen him uh, get blown up plenty of times. So take Arizona in this one. I love well, it. What,
0: what do you got today Just going on at Pick part. Dogs? What do you got for sale?
8: You know, Pick Dogs for him. Uh, I got my $20 MLB uh, home run. I got a nice 6-2 run with that one. Or you can grab my Saturday package, which has three MLB plays. My $20 uh, home run play is included in that. Or also included there is uh, my two plays uh, in the NHL. I've got the sign-in total for you. So grab that Saturday pack. You'll get five plays. I got over at uh, Pik Dogs Premium. Nice little winning day yesterday. Looking to keep it rolling with today's action. Love it. Jump on you.
0: All right, Rod. Well, thanks for joining us. And, uh, of course, we'll see you tomorrow.
8: Thanks for having me. See you tomorrow.
0: God's wacky, woofing some major crap in uh, David Racy's way. Sounds like uh, gloves are off and game is on. I don't know. Those are fighting words. Anyway, speaking of fighting words, Jay Briggs, what's happening? What's happening? Well, got long shows these days, but uh, (laughs) big on quality. I don't know. It's kind of fun. You know, for me, it's... uh, It gives me a chance to see everybody. You know, I don't get to see everybody. I think you get to see everybody more than I do doing your afternoon jam session.
9: So going to continue
0: on with an afternoon show after the uh, basketball season ends. You're going to take a breather.
9: Probably take a little breather, but I should probably still do one. I love just talking to everybody throughout the week, like you said. So, uh, well, you got the password,
0: still. so there's nothing I can do to keep you from doing it. <laughs> <laughs> just make sure it's not at the same time as somebody else's show, right? <laughs> I think that's the, uh, it's the only the only thing we have to worry about. But, uh, for sure. yeah, we're starting to get there. But, uh, anyways, man, it's uh, been a good NBA season, first time through for the jam session. We've said that a lot, and we're down to the finals. So, um, you know, just one game gone, so it's, I think, let's see, it'd be tomorrow. Then What's the schedule? I think they play in every two days. Yeah, so I don't know if next week, by the time you come back, if if it's possible, the series, it could be all over. So we always, you know, we always do kind of an appreciation. We thank everyone that's contributed for each sport as it goes. So, Jay, thanks for the awesome job. NBA first time through. I think next year is going to be freaking gigantic because you have to remember... Jay started the jam session this year from a standing start. It wasn't like he had built the base, you know, going in, or, you know, we had somebody else doing the jam session. He just took over for them or anything like that. It was from a standing start. Like, hey, here I am. Here's my, here's my thing. I mean, you look back, and it's like, you know, the first one, he probably had, you know, 800 viewers. And you're like, oh, man. I <laughs> And then all of a sudden, right? blows yes, up sir. but uh, i think it's gonna blow up a whole new level kind of like ron's rundown did this year you know from yes, last sir. year you just see that you know it's you see all the imitators out there and you see just how crappy their stuff is <laughs> makes it easy right yes sir so jay not you. as good a trash talker as i am but i'll <laughs> trash talk all of them man. i i everyone knows i'll call them out individually the ones i'm the ones i'm not legally prohibited from doing so <laughs> there's yes. a list <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well what do you got cooking today for us here at Pick Dogs? Today,
9: today, today. We got some baseball on the card, man. I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go with one of your teams, one of my teams as well. I call them the Money Marlins. Hey, I know they've been terrible this season as favorites, but I mean, they're playing the A's today. I think we take them on the run line. They got them yesterday. I think they get them again today. I know, like I said, they've been terrible as favorites, 5 and 18, but on the road, the A's are just as terrible, 5 and 23. The Marlins, they got uh, their young stud on the mound. I like what I've seen from them this, thus far this season. Uri Perez, I think he has another solid start, probably one of his best as he is going up against the A's. Medina, he struggled mightily for Oakland all season long. I know the story in past seasons has been this Marlins team can't hit the baseball. They've been hitting the baseball uh, more efficiently this season as they are above 500 currently. I think this is another spot where they just beat up on a bad team. And these are the games that separate the Marlins from last season. I'm going to take them on the run right line.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The Marlins have been terrible run line favorites, terrible as favorites, like you said, but the A's are just so bad as well on the other side. I think we saw yesterday that the Marlins kind of, you know, once you crack the seal, you know, it's yeah. kind of like then you're almost, then you're good to go. And I think we saw that here. It sounded like you said that you, I know you're a rod guy, so you backed him there. But that's, you know, I think David Race is going to give him a run for his money. I'm telling you.
9: Hey, I'm going to give me the plus money on Rod, man. I, mean, I love Dave, I love David, but. We plus money, on oh my guy high ride.
0: <laughs> what do you think about Chris Ruffalo doing an NHL rundown? I think it is going to be the best
9: NHL show on the planet.
0: Yeah, I so. think it's going to be straight money. It's, uh, it's definitely a hole that we had this season. The two holes that we had, I think a college football rundown and, uh, and that. And I think um, Chris doing that and maybe Mike Davis possibly doing a college football rundown.
9: That college football was gonna to be tough, but
0: uh... <laughs> well, it's a lot of games, so we might have yeah, no. we might have like a, some openings there for for a few of them, you know. Yeah, for sure. like Ron does for college basketball, he does a bang shot breakdown, but he only does five games, so there's yeah. there's openings there too. You know? Yep. But I,
9: I think Chris is gonna knock it out the park like he does, just about everything else.
0: Yeah, I think that you know a little, little too much together time with those two guys. It's like, I know they really like each other. I miss other,
9: the Puck so. Dogs, but I mean, hey, they're still together on the morning show. Yeah, so.
0: no, it's 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 they. The thing is, is they could still do the parlay, and there's still other yeah. things that they can do together. I just think, you know, I think there's still that. I think Chris is saying no, but I think they, I I say yes. I call the shots here. I think it could be a three-team parlay. We call that the bird cage. <laughs> Puck Dogs, bird cage, triple team. Yes, sir. Just comes right out. You know, this is how it always happens.
9: Rolls off the tongue.
0: <laughs> what do you got for sale at Pick Dogs? You've been cooking like quietly because like NBA is like winding down, but it's like you're on the leaderboard the 30 day. You're on the baseball leaderboards. You're on, you know, pretty much out there. Yes,
9: sir. I've been trying to keep it rolling in baseball. I've been positive units all season. And uh have been playing your play Rangers play. and they've been
0: winning. And that's pretty yes,
9: much has as helped a lot. Yes, sir. It has uh, second best record in baseball for the Rangers. I think the third most profitable team in baseball. So uh, don't keep riding them until the books start to respect them, or they cool off a bit.
0: Um, but I got three plays in Major League Baseball today. Um, well, Jacob DeGrom starts. Believe me, the books are going to respect them. It's going yeah, to be an ugly number. It's going to be an
9: ugly number. Of course, of course. Uh, I'm excited to see him get back in the lineup, though um but uh yeah so three plays for me in major league baseball today the rangers are in there but y'all know Heaney's on the mound so you gotta pick up the package to find out if i'm on the rangers today or if i'm fading them.
0: <laughs> all right jay well thanks for joining us and uh of course we'll see you tomorrow yes sir see you tomorrow also NBA afternoon bag. jam session tomorrow and jay's jam session of course regular video we'll be yes there sir tomorrow, see y'all tomorrow all right next up last but not least Chris Ruffalo, Chris uh, kind of hiding behind the scenes, not saying much about this wacky uh, David Racy, uh, you know, f- feud going on. Clearly the gloves are off between these two guys, and, uh, you know, I'm definitely enjoying every second of it, you know, and pretty much embellishing where they're um, not getting it done as far as the rivalry goes and the controversy. Chris, what do you think of this uh <laughs> Uh, (laughs) of what's going on with this what i can tell you is i'm not a
10: fan of being in the middle of it i feel like the the one guy we're just looking around like mom and dad are fighting again i don't like this but uh i'll tell you you know i think if if it does end up being uh david and rod next year i'll tell you those guys are gonna crush it i mean everybody knows rod and i you know we're the og puck dogs we've been doing it you know basically since the beginning but uh you know sometimes a fresh face is a Needed well, I think you guys do
0: the morning show together you know yeah. we do. We all do the morning show together you know some days are better than others I, some days you know I'm better put putting in the smile on when I don't have it you know and Rod yeah. you know does it too but I mean we could always get Rod to go over the line that's the beauty of it is that you know, yeah. we, know we know how to get him just so um, that even when he's in the good mood we can really turn him in a hurry you know, or yeah. he's, the best is when he's trying to paint the face on you know those are the best. Yeah.
10: <laughs> you know, we always talk about Mitch being an expert name caller. I don't think the, the button pushing gets as much. Uh, gets oh,
0: as I can much, push some buttons.
10: Yeah, it gets <laughs> as much uh, recognition as it should. Expert button pusher.
0: But uh, what, do you, what do you got uh, cooking for us today? I
10: well, uh, decided to change it up a little bit, sort of. Uh, last yeah, it's minute, all, I know so. that I know your
0: game was snagged from you. It's like the thing is, we have a lot of guys on today's show, and we have a lot of new guys, so they don't necessarily know the protocol of yeah. it, you know. So it's like we had, you know, Eric and Wayne doing the same game. We had Al and um, Mike doing the same game, and actually, Mike took a, not your pick necessarily, but he took the thing that you were going to talk about, which you know, I don't know. Well, we'll, okay. we'll, okay. we'll do better. We'll do better. And I'll I think Tony has a better system than me and maybe <laughs> I'll just have to take some advice from Tony. Maybe we'll come up with a, um, a spreadsheet that people will put their picks in before time. That's nah,
10: okay. I, I know where Mike Davis works. So I'll send him a receipt. But uh, <laughs> for me here, I'm going to go with the, uh, I'm going to go with this matchup between the Cubs and the Padres and i um, yeah, I'm going to look at the under here. You know, for the, for the Chicago Cubs, they just have not been hitting the baseball well as of late. You know, yeah, they've won three of their last four games. But it's not often that you're going to be able to win many games when you're scoring three runs or less. They won 2-1 last night. They beat the Rays 2-1 and one nothing. They lost uh, 4-3 as well. And I don't think they're going to get a whole lot here against U Darvish. Yeah, U Darvish, you know, has struggled in his last three starts. He's given up 14 runs, over 14 innings of work. But... Still think you know, going back home is where he te- tends to pitch his best baseball. His last three uh, last three starts against the Cubs a two point three three ERA, and in two starts enjoying the Padres, he's given up just three runs against the Cubs over fifteen innings of work. So I think the uh, the Cubs might be in some trouble here against Darvish. But you know, the Padres haven't been hitting lefties very well either. And you know, the Padres lineup we always talk about getting a little bit too much credit, a little bit too much love. And uh, I think that Drew Smiley could keep him in check as well. Smiley, respectable five and two record, three point four six ERA. I look for this game to potentially be a three to two kind of game, maybe even four to three. But uh, I'm looking at the under between the Cubs and Padres.
0: Smiley's played pretty well this season. And, you know, the Cubs yeah. have been one of my teams that I thought would kind of make a move this season as well. as you know, not necessarily be a contender, but you know, maybe be a thorn in the side hustle type team. I think we've seen it from them, too. Um, Most people know I don't like the Cubs, and most people know I don't love the Padres either. One of my auto-fade teams, um, several years over. But, um, yeah, this one should be a good one. I think tomorrow's game is a good one as well. Uh, I'm already, of course, looking ahead to what I do when I'm off-screen. Looking at tomorrow's stuff, trying to get a head start. But, uh, yeah, you know... Last night's game was a good one, and I think you know this series is probably going to be a little bit better than people think. The, uh, the Padres did play well at the end of their road trip though in Miami.
10: Yeah, interesting. I got a couple. They they put up some runs against the Yankees, but uh, still fell short in there and took the loss in that series.
0: Well, what do you got cooking today?
10: Today I got my uh, MLB pickoff play. Caught it yesterday with the Rockies, and a no doubter um then you know now we got uh, that pickoff play going for back-to-back days and i also got my uh saturday triple play and if you get one of the long-term passes today uh starting from three day onwards you get my uh my nhl play for tonight for game one as well
5: all right
0: well thanks for joining us as always thanks everyone for uh joining us here on this awesome show one of the biggest shows we've ever had here and i think this is probably the, f- the face of things to come probably gonna have to uh Tighten it up as the shows get a little bigger, but that's okay. Um, you know, uh, there'll be a new system and uh, change for the better. Thanks everyone for joining us. Make it a winning day, um, and uh, I'll give out my pick. I'll take the Panthers straight up against the uh, against Vegas tonight in Vegas to start the series. So Mitch, thanks for joining us. Make it a winning day. See you tomorrow.